you like tacos? Let's talk about politics. Let's talk about things that really matter in America. You're listening to the Nacho Show podcast. Hello and welcome to the Nacho Show today. Uh, this uh, show is uh, being brought to you by uh, the Path Forward Utah. Uh, the Brixton Potato, the Trump Tater Tater, and also this uh, show is being sponsored by Solidify Web. Let's uh, make a fantastic website for you today. Well, welcome. Uh, this is the Nacho Show, remember? And uh, we are so happy and thrilled to have all of you here with us today in this fantastic podcast. Uh, today, we have a special guest with us at the Nacho Show And his name is uh, Jake Oaks. Uh, how are you doing, Jake? Excellent. Doing good. Appreciate you having me on. My pleasure. All right. Well, uh, Jake, uh, I would like to uh, would like to let you guys know, Jake is a fantastic individual. Uh, I have followed his work, uh, you know, lately with uh, his uh, uh, Facebook page uh, called Liberty Defenders. Is that is that is that right, uh, Jake? Um, yeah, well, I've, I actually have got two uh, platforms, got a, a talk show from uh -huh. a studio called Liberty Defenders of Our Constitution, and also a, a movement group called Liberty United, doing a lot of events with that. Nice. That is fantastic. And uh, yeah, uh, Jake does a fantastic job of what he does. And, you know, it's uh, one of the many reasons why I invited him over to the Nacho Show Uh, so he can talk to us more about, you know, what he does and and all of the movements that, that have been going on. Uh, also, uh, we kind of uh, wanted to um, analyze a little bit about uh, uh, some uh, opinions uh, as far as uh, uh, the China thing. Well, I'm not talking about the China virus here <laughs> yet, but, <laughs> but, but yeah, it's just uh, how they really want to take on the world. And, and other things that are being currently going on in, in you know, in that spectrum. So, uh, Jake, can you please say, give us a little bit, um, a little bit of a background on yourself and uh, why are you an activist and uh, why do you advocate so much for, for the Constitution and uh, all of the movements and the projects that are you currently uh, going on? So, so yeah, go ahead. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Uh, so, I've always, uh, at my core, had, um, you know, conservative values. But it's been within just the last uh, year and a half, uh, you know, I, I hear friends say, okay, I'm, I'm kind of waking up now, or I was waking up uh, toward last summer when I realized they weren't going to open things, but the moment that they announced everything, it didn't, it didn't sit right, it didn't seem right. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't have any scientific uh, statistics or anything to go off of to argue against it, mm -hmm. just my gut. Uh, and it started with me telling my bishop, my ecclesiastical leader mm -hmm. um, at my local congregation, I said, you know what, it just for Easter, it does not feel right to just be at home and not be with others to come together and commune to celebrate the resurrection of our Lord and Savior. We're, we're really going to bow down to, even if it's the world's worst plague, 
you know, the the Savior's resurrection is not something that we're going to celebrate together. So I asked if I could organize a social distance drive up <laughs> music uh, event. We just put up a PA system, let people mm-hmm. sing in their cars. And then uh, from there, uh, met Eric Mutzels and helped him start planning things with the Utah Business Revival. Um, you know, helping small businesses and protesting the lockdowns. Um, but yet you asked me about, uh, you know, why I talk so much about the Constitution. Yes, sir. So it was the beginning of this year, actually. Um, I ran into a friend I haven't seen in quite a while. Uh-huh. And um, he has made special discoveries in the Constitution. And he was telling me, super excited about this, really animated. Um, <laughs> and I was like, well, yeah, like, die, support the Constitution. Like, I, I don't need to. He kept telling me, you need to read this book. You need to read this book. And I'm like, uh, like, I'm busy doing not reading other stuff and <laughs> working on other things right now. Uh-huh. I support the Constitution already, dude. Anyway, well, I, I took the time to read his book with what he says were special findings. And then it ignited this fire in me that was like, oh, my gosh. After I started going around talking to other people, I realized even amongst the patriots, people are not reading the Constitution. They don't know it. Yeah. And so I had this realization, whose fault is it really that we got to this place in America? It's our fault. Uh, um, unlike any other type of um, of government, the people in America, we govern the government. So yeah. whose fault is it, you know? We become ignorant, don't know the fundamentals and proper role. So I've been doing events, uh, very large events in the state that are family fun focused and educating on those principles. Um, just recently we had Amla Epinobi from PragerU, uh, phenomenal oh, nice. speaker and great story. Wow. That is fantastic. Yeah, I think I saw a couple of pictures about about that event, and uh, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I I went to uh, Prager University uh, on YouTube, and uh, she is fantastic. I, I think that uh, yeah, she, she does a, a great job at um, really killing CRT and uh, and and other things. I, I just seeing her talking about that. It's like oh my god, like she laughs about that so much and uh, like the way she expresses herself uh, about it is, is is like oh my gosh I really hope uh, um, a, a lot of people uh, you know African Americans uh, really listen to her uh, because and, and 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 you think about it and you you want to say well you know like CRT preaches that a Christianity uh, worships uh, a white Jesus and uh, you know <laughs> Uh, looking really deep into that, it's like, hold on one second. Isn't that like a Southern Baptists, um, you know, uh, worship? You know, they, they have all these like uh, churches, you know, uh, where most of its members are African-American. And uh, and I don't know, like what, what type of Jesus are they worshiping? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't know, it's just, you, you really see, if you really look into what everybody else is doing, everybody's just acting normal. The only ones that are abnormal ab, are lipped hearts and, uh, and what, what they do. Now, uh, Jake, just one thing that I need to make you aware in this uh, show, which is called 
the natural show is that this is a free range podcast. Okay, you can say any whatever you want, however you want it. There's free speech here all over the place. So you can say you can say anything but the F word. So Oh shoot. <laughs> I love the word fun. Uh, well, that type of F word you can definitely say. <laughs> Discussing this stuff is a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. So Amla, um, I've actually kept in contact with her. She's excellent. Um, uh, you know, she's she's got a Black Lives Matter tattoo on on her arm. She got oh. when she was 16 years old. <laughs> wow, I didn't uh, know. She keeps it as as a reminder of where she came from, um, and also as as kind of a story. Show uh-huh. people on that other side. Hey, look, you know, look. I was I was one of you grab their attention. Um, and wow. after, after asking questions, question after question that they couldn't answer, um, you know, being told she needs to, uh, she needs to hate her white mother. She's, she's half and things like that kept coming up. And it was like, okay, there, there's things here that don't seem right. And she started, she actually said it was the tipping point for her, uh, it, there was a number of things, but the final straw was hearing, um, I forget the sheriff's name, but the one from uh, Milwaukee, uh, oh, the, the black sheriff. Yeah, I think I know which one you're talking about, but I can't yeah. talk about the name to the top but of But she, she had heard him uh, do an interview in the news and was like, oh, wow, there's, there's uh, a sheriff out there that looks like me, and he's defending these principles. And she started getting into actually studying and reading and found that the principles she was attacking are what makes America great mm-hmm. uh, and, and gives her the freedom to do what she was doing. Right. Uh, it actually reminds me, uh, I was looking at the Michael Knowles show on the Daily Wire and he was reacting to a Tom McDonald music video. Do you ever, <laughs> you ever see his crazy music videos? I think I, I think I might have seen one, uh, but, but I, yeah, it was pretty entertaining. Yeah, he's uh, he's definitely in your face, and um, really to both sides of the aisle. He just he's comments on social and societal issues, um, uh-huh. really oxymorons in society. But uh, his most recent one, you know, he was. Um, Michael Knowles was reacting to it and uh, he was commenting, <laughs> okay, this is, I definitely wouldn't listen to this genre uh, otherwise, but uh, you know, he had a line in this new song called um, defend America or something like that. Uh, and it was go ahead, burn the flag. That flag represents the freedom that allows you to do that. And it's like these people, they haven't really wow. sat and even given a single thought to that, that concept that the, they, in Russia, if they were to kneel and protest against the, the country or the flag, they'd be shocked, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'm kidding. Um, they should so, be, they, they, uh, sorry to interrupt you, they should be yeah. grateful for living in the United States of America that allows them to do all that. Uh, they can protest all they want. Uh, 
they can gather, they have freedom of assembly. Uh, they have freedom of speech, though. Um, so, so yeah, one thing, and, and probably what well, this podcast is definitely going to be um, uh, is uh, uh, recorded, uh, you know, uh, later on, you know, you can always come back and, and listen to it. But uh, today is October 6th. Yesterday, there was something going on with Facebook that uh, everybody lost their minds over. Uh, uh, Facebook, uh, just to... Uh, remind you guys um, uh, went to, went went down uh, for six hours, six long hours, and uh, um, a lot of people were complaining about that because a lot of people use Facebook, and including myself. Uh, and well, I have not made a Facebook page for the Nacho Show, but I will definitely get one started. Uh, mm-hmm. I have a brand new logo, so so yeah. <laughs> but anyway, excited to see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm getting things rolling, you know, uh, one step at a time. But but yeah, so it, it is impressive how our our constitution allows us the free the freedom of speech. However, private companies such as Facebook and Twitter, they supposedly advocate for free speech, but they they silence those voices that they don't disagree with. They, that they don't agree with, sorry. In English is my second language. So I apologize if I mess up. So <laughs> you're definitely perfect for a second language. Oh, well, good. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. So, you know, the, the thing with Facebook, they try to, um, they want to act you know, like they, they need some kind of protection. Um, and so they're wanting, uh, they're wanting the protection as though they're, uh, press, um, mm-hmm. and, and say that they, you know, in order for safety of the community, they have to limit certain speech is, is their claim, but they're a platform and they're not held to that standard. But the government is giving them certain benefits. And so they are reaping benefit as though they are publisher, but want they want those protections publisher has, but want to uh, reap the benefit of being private enterprise and, and mm-hmm. just force these private policies. Of course, a, a company can implement what policies it's, it wants, but they're trying to reap uh, and walk both roads. Mm-hmm, exactly. So uh, another another thing. Uh, sorry to to kind of like change the subject a little bit here with Facebook, but um, now that you're mentioning um, uh, help from the government, you know, towards Facebook being a private uh, a private uh, company, um, <clears throat> I don't know. I Mark Zuckerberg's mind really really needs to be set up straight. And I don't think it was it was good enough to for him to be grilled at the at Capitol Hill when he was. Uh, there should have been more to it. Uh, obviously, I mean, I don't know if you watched the whole entire thing. I think he was being grilled for like four or six hours. Uh, he was just sitting there. But there's a lot of things that are going within Facebook that your mind are your mind's going to go like oh my gosh are you serious yesterday 
there was a video released from Va- Value. It's called Value Entertainment. Um, it's uh, it's on YouTube. I would recommend you to to watch that that guy. He's from Iran, but he firms firm firmly believes in ca- uh, in uh, capital, uh, freedom of business, and everything like that. So he interviewed this this guy that used to work as a uh, uh, social media anal- analyst with Facebook. Yeah, and uh, it, I don't know if you, if you watched that video. That was super disturbing. Uh, people, uh, po- and I'm not gonna say that. I know the Natural Show is a, is a free range podcast, but I'm not gonna say exactly. Um, what this analyst said, but uh, the videos that that get posted into Facebook are very disgusting and they're very disturbing. Um, I would say like uh, deep web style videos get posted on Facebook, and uh, and they are actually clustered in private uh, in private groups. Um, that uh, there's a lot of people that actually. Uh, Uh, auction those videos and people pay for those uh, for them to distribute those those disgusting videos and like I said I'm not, I'm not going into detail so it just you know goes uh, it, uh, I don't know it, I, I was so so mad it just boiled my blood to know that uh, these type of videos are going around you know uh, a platform like Facebook and um, it's just it, it's super disgusting but Um, they also claim that they cannot stop those from being distributed. And uh, somehow Facebook actually fights for keep those videos into their platform. So that definitely, I mean, Facebook is great. They've got a smart enough system that scans automatically without without any uh, manual effort scans for certain words that, mm-hmm. that they don't want. Uh, but yet they can't, they can't keep certain videos from circulating. Exactly. So, so I don't know. It, it makes me super mad. And uh, this, uh, this whistleblower was uh, saying that Mark Zucker, Zuckerberg knows about that. Uh, he knows, and they update their policies very often, like every day, like they change their clothes. So in order to justify their actions, uh, so, yeah, I, I really, I don't know. I, I If I was in the government, I definitely, and, and I wonder why Trump didn't do that. You know, uh, he should have issued a subpoena or something like that and uh, infiltrate Facebook And uh, really take on that because uh, that platform. I mean, def- I mean, I-, I love Facebook. Please don't get me wrong. You know, it- it's it- it's a fantastic idea. You know, a great platform. You know, it keeps me informed. You know, all of my, you know, my, uh, you know, my friends that I've had before in the past, and um, you know, my family, especially. You know, we have a a group, a private group, and everything. We exchange pictures, but it- seriously. Um, yeah, Facebook really needs to to get their mind out of the gutter for sure and and really look on how um, they could combat um, uh, you know bad people that do bad things. So 
Uh, but anyway, uh, so that that's just uh, something that you know people in Congress or people. And obviously, Joe Biden is not going to do anything about that. That that's for sure because uh, you know between libtards, they really uh, cover their butts like no other. Well, the the issue we have right now really is um, it's on both sides of the aisle. Uh huh. Um. And that may upset some of your listeners, <laughs> but it's it's the honest it's the honest truth, you know. Yeah. We've we've got the Mitt Romney's, and Mitt Romney's not a not a solo in the Republican Party. There's oh, yeah. definitely some some strong patriots like uh, like Rand Paul and Ted Cruz, yes. kind of carrying a lot of weight on them, trying to fight for things. But um, we we have a lot of cleaning to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, uh, and that's another subject right there. Uh, our party uh, definitely, definitely needs a cleaning um, because uh, we have a lot of rhinos out there that really do are doing a lot of damage uh, to our country. And uh, it is difficult now uh, to find, uh, um, you know, somebody in, uh, you know, to be voted in uh, to do the the things that they're supposed to do in our country uh, to keep it to keep it great. Seriously, yeah. Um, you know, there's I, I talk about the importance of reading the Constitution, and uh, you know, it's I, I think that I have to remind people that we need to be aware of what the politicians are doing. There needs to be accountability there. Uh, but ultimately, uh, the real restoration of liberty is going to be uh, understanding the Constitution because at the end of the day, uh, even though you and I don't like the job that our governor in Utah is doing, <laughs> the majority of Utahns are, are pre- probably pretty satisfied with what he's doing because they don't understand the proper role of government. They don't understand really what they have, um, you know, that – they swear an oath to the Constitution. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I like to remind people uh, in court, if you take an oath and you uh, swear to tell the truth in that oath and you break mm-hmm. that oath, what is that in court? You're, you're breaking the law. You're breaking your, your oath. It's perjury. Mm-hmm. And there's serious consequences to perjury. And it's also perjury when our representatives don't follow the oath that they take. Um, and there's, there's specific things that um, even scholars have overlooked, like the last line of the fifth amendment. Um, mm-hmm. We can get into that some more another time, but you know, I, I just really think that uh, it's up to us, the people and, and awesome people like you. Uh-huh. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. appreciate that, man. So when we come back, we will go ahead and talk about more about these uh, issues. Uh, we want to talk a little bit about China and what they're doing, um, well, besides the China virus. So uh, remember, guys, this is the Nacho Show podcast brought to you by Fed by Ravens Media. Their path forward Utah and also this uh, is uh, uh, being sponsored by Solidify Web. Let's bring a website for you today and we will be right back after this break. Thank you so much.
Hello and welcome back to The Nature Show. This is uh, Ignacio Valdez. Uh, the show is being brought to you by Fed by Ravens Media. The path forward Utah and also this uh, uh, show is being sponsored by The Breakstone Potato, The Trump Tater Tater and Solidify Web. Let's bring a website for you today. And we do have a special guest with us today. His name is uh, Jake Oaks. And uh, yeah, we've been having a, a very interesting conversation uh, about uh, you know Facebook, what they've been what they what they've been doing, uh, and also uh, the policies that that they have, uh, freedom of speech, and the Constitution of the United States of America, which is something that we dearly we dearly care about. Uh, and Jake, just to um, let you know a, a little bit of background of myself, you know, I was born and raised in Monterrey, Mexico. Uh, and I came here in the United States of America back in 2003. And, uh, and I, I need to let, make you also aware that I came here inspected and admitted. And I did, it, I did everything the legal way. So, um, so <laughs> I, I am very proud of what I did. My, not, not that I'm bragging about myself. No, not really. <laughs> I'll get you a gold star. Oh, yes. <laughs> some gold stickers. <laughs> yeah, I'll put it right oh, here. That, that's really awesome, though. And, uh, um, you, you know, what? I get I get criticized all over the place because what you see this right here. I mean, I wear the U.S. flag all the time, wherever I go. And, you know, I've, I've been called traitor. I've become, you know, I, I've, I've been called the, um, all sorts of things. Um, but I don't care. I don't care because uh, this is my life. This is where I wanted to be. And uh, I will uh, fight with you shoulder to shoulder against enemies, local, and also foreign to protect the United States of America and to protect the Constitution of the United States. So you heard me right. So, um, and that's the same thing that I, that I tell everybody that comes to my show. And uh, it's uh, one of the many reasons why I have the, this podcast. Um, and this is my way to fight. Um, and, uh, you know, maybe, you know, uh, we had um, uh, Natalie Klein uh, in my podcast. And uh, she, she's a fantastic fighter. She fights a lot uh, in, the, in the Board of Education of the state of Utah. Um, we've had uh, Heather Liberty and we've had Eric Motsos. I have a hard time saying his last name. Uh, we, he's been here in my show. And uh, yeah, just, uh, oh, we had another um, individual, uh, Elena Erickson. She's actually working on a lawsuit uh, against uh, our governor, uh, Spencer Cox. And uh, she's been doing a fantastic job at uh, doing that. And um, yeah, we, we've been having uh, great people, great guests uh, here in, in this podcast show. And uh, you, you are one of them. I want you to know. And uh, yeah, let's uh, let's keep up uh, the good work, my friend. And um, <clears throat> so yeah, so um, I am very concerned, Jake. Um, very, very, very concerned about our world. And uh, I am very concerned about China. N well, co concerned on, uh, on the fact that 
they want to take up on, on our country uh, and, and everything else. They do a lot of deals with Africa uh, and a lot of countries that used to do a lot of deals with us. Now they are the ones that um, are making good deals with everybody else. That definitely um, concerns me. Um, and uh, the other thing that, that concerns me is uh, there's something out there that they call uh, the um, the social media credit score. Uh, have you heard about that? Yes. Yeah. And the way they do it, and uh, maybe you you have also learned more about this, is that they, they place cameras everywhere. And they use an algorithm kind of like what Facebook does. And what they do is that they, uh, they do face recognitions. They do a lot of uh, f- fingerprinting, uh, you know, from their cell phones. And then um, they do have like a very weird um, point, uh, point structure where, I mean, if you, if you join the military, then you get, what, 20 points more. Or if they if you jaywalk, they deduct like 30 points or something like that. You know what I'm saying? So um, and apparently that's a one good way to keep track of everybody and, and also uh, keep track of their their behavior. I mean, a normal behavior that the government shouldn't should not even <laughs> even mess around with. Because that definitely uh, inflicts in in your you know for, Fourth Amendment rights. Uh, now that we're talking about the, the Constitution and, and and the amendments, so that definitely is is very dangerous. So, with that yeah. being with that being said, Jake, what, what are your thoughts about that? You know, there, there's a reason they call it a social credit score, not just a social score. Uh, it's not just. Um, you know, this kind of social pressure that we see right now. Right now, we're already to that point where society's putting social pressure on you. Uh, you know, it's not okay as a Christian to say, hey, if you're homosexual, I love you as a fellow uh, person. And in fact, we could be friends. Hey, we can go grab lunch together and stuff, hang out. We could be friends, but I don't agree I with your lifestyle. That's not okay to say anymore. You know, we've already got to the point where... There's uh, societal social pressure, but the next step is the social credit score. So a business has to cannot discriminate and pick and choose how much they're going to sell, uh, you know, a loaf of bread to you for, as a Mexican versus me as a white person or vice versa, um, you know. But uh, you know, a loan officer can give you a better rate if your credit score is uh is higher because there's risk involved there's less risk to loan to you um and so that's the that's the direction we're going with a social credit score is is uh you know the private enterprise gets to sit there and dictate how they're going to treat you and what you're going to have access how much access you'll have to things Mm -hmm. uh based on this score and they'll get away with it because of uh, it's a risk score. How much risk are we taking on um, mm-hmm. on you? Uh, right now, that we're already seeing things like in Beijing. Uh, it's not just uh, like 
strict government. There's actual laws and serious force to tattle on your neighbors. There's uh, in Beijing right now, they have a minimum of 10 uh, reporting at like activity reporting you have to do on your neighbors. So you have to like mm-hmm. report 10 different things you saw. It doesn't necessarily have to be something that you caught, but you just have to, not only is there a lot of surveillance cameras, whatever, but also eyes on the ground, neighbor, turning people against each other. So they have to be peeping yeah. out their window, watching every move their neighbor does and try to say, okay, at five o'clock, they took a drink of water. You know, it's ridiculous. They, they are mandated to report 10 activities a day. And that's what they're trying to push here in the U.S. Yeah, that's, that's definitely disgusting right there. That, that's bad. So, so Jake, w- w- while you were talking about that, it, it just went through my mind. How can we push back? And that, that's the same question that I've had, that I've asked everybody. How do we push back? How do we uh, stand our ground and uh, really, really defend ourselves from, from that? Because, I mean, it's kind of like they, they want this to become a fashion. Uh, they want this to become a normality. So how can we really uh, not allow that to happen? That, that's an excellent question. Thank you, Ignacio. Um, you know, I, I could get into uh, brainstorming on specific ideas to target the social credit score itself specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, it's it's a branch Uh, it's an arm branch of socialism, uh, and that's that's our that's our war right now. Is we are fighting socialism. It is socialism is the plan of the devil. If you believe in uh, a god, uh, yeah. and if you believe in a pre-mortal existence, of course, you know, God, uh, God presented a plan, and His Son Jesus Christ said. Hey, I know I will offer myself as a sacrifice so everyone so there could be mercy and justice and everyone can return back to you that wants to take up that uh, gift to them if they choose. Well, the devil uh, was going to force everyone back. Uh-huh. Uh, and so it, from the start, that's that's what we've been fighting. And it's the same battle here. But it, it's uh, politically, it's called socialism. And uh, yeah. to answer your question, how do we fight it? Well, it's going to sound uh, it's going to sound cliche, but with the Constitution, let me explain. Uh, I find a lot of tunnel vision uh, worrying about legislation. And we need to work on legislation. I'm not saying throw our arms up and just give up and don't even work with our uh, state legislators or congressmen. Um, we need to be working on legislation, but mm-hmm. that's a defense game. It's putting out fires. We got to do more than put out fires. We got to address the core. So how the question is, how do we fight socialism? Yeah. And, you know, there's amendments like the last line of the Fifth Amendment nor shall private property be taken for public use without just compensation. Mm. All right. 
And then the 13th Amendment talks about involuntary servitude. Well, we think of that as uh, chained slavery, whip and slavery. Well, let's take back for a minute. What is involuntary servitude? I cannot be forced to serve you. Period. Exactly. Any, any, any aspect, um, even as a business. Um, and then, you know, the 14th Amendment about property rights. There's other things in the 14th Amendment that aren't so good, but uh, there are some nuggets there about property rights. And then the 9th and 10th Amendments. But, you know, it, it really, I, I think when you see the 10th Amendment, it talks about how uh, there's certain prescribed powers that the federal government gets and everything else falls in favor to the states mm-hmm. and to the people. And with that, I thought, okay, well, that's good that we get a limit, the federal government. It also clearly explains that uh, the federal government is getting its power from the states. So the govern- the states don't take orders from the federal government. Mm-hmm. Um, there are certain powers that we delegate, just a few, like military, to the federal government. And they get that power from the states. So we don't take top-down orders. It's not like a corporation. The federal government is not at the top. Um, and so the Tenth Amendment, I read that and I thought, okay, well, if it falls back to the states, you know, how do we prevent a tyrannical state? We've got a governor that's doing some pretty serious stuff here. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Tell how me that. do we how do we stop a tyrannical state? Well, uh, the Lord blessed us with what I call the interpretation clause. And that's the Ninth Amendment. It says, The enumeration in the Constitution of certain rights shall not be construed to deny or disparage others retained by the people. Nothing can be interpreted in a way that denies the rights of the people. That includes the unenumerated rights. So, you know, when the first Ten Amendments were drafted, there was actually debate on whether or not they should be called the Bill of Rights. I'm sure you can guess why there was hesitation about calling it the Bill of Rights. Mm-hmm. Wow. They didn't want it. They didn't want the illusion that our rights come from the Constitution. They originally were going to call it further declaratory and restrictive clauses to the Constitution. Interesting. So, you know, we, we have to keep in mind that the importance of the unenumerated rights, the ones that are not listed, uh, just because something's not listed in the Constitution doesn't mean you don't have that right. The Constitution is like a permission book for the government, not for the people. We, the people, mm-hmm. wrote the Constitution as a specific set of lists of powers we're going to allow the government to operate within. And then everything else is our right. Well, mm-hmm. we delegate power to police and we, the people, can say, okay, you know, we, for our safety, we want there to be speed limits and, and things like that. But really, the, the list goes on on our rights, not just the Ten Amendments. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, the, the Constitution definitely is very vast about everything and and just like you said in the in the very beginning of this uh, of this podcast this episode 
that everybody really needs to read the constitution and and because of that there's a lot of turmoil in our country right now and uh, um uh, a lot of people you know in in both sides of the aisle you know like we we mentioned uh early uh it, you know we a lot of people you know don't read that and they rather go with uh, titles of articles that they write or uh, they rather go with whatever Facebook tells them or uh, the independent fact checkers that that Facebook has. So, Or they think that we need lots of fancy bills to fight it when our own founding document prevents half the stuff that they're trying to do. So if we just <laughs> enforce the Constitution, if we get back to the Constitution, it prohibits these socialist measures exactly so one thing that i was uh, i was being explained is that there and i don't know it sounds a little bit like a like a conspiracy theory but i'm like on, on my on the back of my head i'm like if it sounds like a duck and if it walks like a duck it is a duck <laughs> i was hearing about uh, globalism, okay? And uh, there is somebody or a group of individuals uh, of the New World Order or, you know, one of those, you know, things that the plan is to make all the countries equal. And uh, these group of people, they want no borders, they want no divisions and, and things like that. They want all the economies to be the same. And uh, I think that's uh, the, reason, uh, the reason why uh, these things are, are going on with, uh, um, uh, with the United States and uh, getting Joe Biden elected because he really is screwing up our country like no other. And our governor... And I'm sorry, I'm gonna. I, I have to say this. And remember, this is a free range podcast. <laughs> I can say whatever I want. He he is screwing up our state. And you you and I, because I, I am a Latter Day Saint as well. Uh, there is a question that you and I know about that if that if you agree or support any other organization that has uh, teachings that are contrary to those of the church or even the gospel of Jesus Christ, that you can't go in a certain place that you and I know where to go. Am I making sense? Yeah. He has to be very careful of what he does. And he is responsible, not just to us. You know, the guy upstairs he really is going to be held accountable for who is do, doing dealings with. That's another question right there. You know, uh, if, if he's doing good dealings with his fellow beings, then be careful out there. He, he is on a hot streak right now. Yeah. You know, so m- m- makes me think. So uh, if he's, if he's playing fire with the devil, because that's what he really is doing. 
he, he and then um, another question is why is he doing that? How much money is he getting from China? How much money is he getting from uh, federal government? Or how much you know? What is his gain? Why are we? Why are we really not seeing? Or well, I mean, I, I, I am protesting. You are protesting. Uh, there are all other individuals that are, and you're really looking at what he's doing. So, is he trying to play, Is he trying to be neutral? I, I don't know. And in his words at uh, the Republican Party these, convention, yeah, these people that uh, are supporting the globalists, and it, it sounds like a. Uh, spiritual term, uh, you know, the, the United Nations, you can't tell me they're not globalists. Uh, and the United Nations, I don't know if many people know this, but we welcomed them in our state. Oh, yeah. The building in Salt Lake City that uh, you enter that building, it's not, it's not an embassy. It's, it's, it's UN property and land. You do not have any U.S. jurisdiction or rights once you enter that building. Uh, it is 100% considered U.N. soil. Um, and if you look at really what the U.N. is at its core, it's, it's not good. But, you know, we see that Cox, our Spencer Cox, our governor, he took uh, $75,000 from the NEA. They're a very far-left uh, organization. Uh, What's NEA? Can you please explain to us what what's National NEA? Education Association? Ah. Uh, mm -hmm. And they're even worse than uh, what's the other one? I think it's like UEA or something. Um, okay. uh, they make them look like uh, Ronald Reagan, even though they're <laughs> kind of left winning as well. But anyway, my my point is. Uh, Utah, um, so far, with this pandemic, Utah has received more federal funds than New York and California combined. Combined. Wow. Where has where's that money gone? No, In, nobody knows. His pocket, or maybe maybe Herbert has some of that money too. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Herbert last year, uh, toward the end of August, Herbert went on TV. Uh, you can go find it. He said flat out, you know, the only reason I'm extending the state of emergency is so we can retain, keep getting these federal funds. He said that very openly. Wow. Uh, and so anyway, you know, it, People, people are like, "Oh, come on! They're not putting money in their pocket like that. That would be found. They, they have ways of doing it. They, they donate it to a charity, a nonprofit that they oversee, and then they funnel it to something else. And it's just how Congress does lobbying. You know, donate to this. Uh, we'll donate to this charity in your name, as sort of thing. And then you know, because it's nonprofit, they're not paying taxes on it. They get that money." under the table sort of thing. But there's a lot of stuff, and it all comes back to money. Uh, a lot of the issues in this nation come back to the Federal Reserve, Jekyll Island. Yep, 100%. Yeah, the, the creature from Jekyll Island, I definitely, 
uh, suggest and invite everybody to read that book. It, it is fantastic. Um, you know, I my I had the curiosity of reading that because of a, a YouTube video, uh, but. Yeah, if you want to know more details, yeah, The Creature from Dracula Island is definitely a fantastic. It's very thick, but fantastic information. Jake, thank you so much for being in this podcast. I definitely appreciate that. And I really want to, to have an episode uh, on, on the UN, specifically on, on the UN. And uh, I really would love to have you again uh, in, in this uh, podcast show. And remember, everybody... This is the Nature Show brought to you by Fed by Ravens Media and the Brixton Potato and the Path Forward Utah. Always uh, uh, with fantastic information and we'll see you next time.